0: Great.
1: love this podcast support this show through the Acast supporter feature it's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment just hit the link in the show description to support now
2: hey there listener do you have something to say then you're already a podcaster you just don't know it yet Whether you love to shoot the breeze with friends, have an urge to share your passions with the world, or even want to grow your business, you've got something worth saying with a podcast. With ACAST, it couldn't be easier to start your own show. Launch, grow, and make money from your podcast across all listening platforms. If you have something to say, you're a podcaster. Head over to acast.com to get started for free.
3: Colin (laughs) Astrid.
0: Well we're live, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to the Swirl Suite. My name is Sarita. Um, follow me at Buy Me Up or in Twitter. You can see my my uh, handle behind me. We are talking black people today. I love it. I love it. We're hey. talking blacks bottling, um, blacks in wine, blacks in beer, blacks in spirits. And we have a special guest today. Please introduce yourself, shoes and booze. Hi,
4: um, I'm Nafisa Sabor, the editor of Shoes and Booze. You can find me personally. I'm StyleScribe on social media. And then everything else is Shoes, the letter N, Booze blog. Um, and so Shoes and Booze has existed for a few years now. And we basically focus only on shoes and alcohol, whether it's wine or spirits. We haven't gotten quite into beer yet, but we'll make our way soon.
5: Uh,
3: I guess that's the basics of, of me. Okay. Cool. Hi. Oh, hi. Tanisha? Hey, I'm Tanisha, girl meets glass, and um, I'm a girl, and I meet <laughs> uh, things to drink. I write about places I go, things I drink, and travels and stuffs. So, yeah, I'm girl meets glass on all social media. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Google+. Tumblr, hit me up. Uh-oh. I'm here for you. <laughs> Melissa?
1: Hi, everyone. I am Melissa Davis-Taylor. I guess I have to add the hyphenation to my name now, officially. Um, you do! Oh, sorry. <laughs> officially known as Liquor Lady, so it all started off as a blog, um, and it turned into part marketing strategy agency for food and drink brands, and the other side of the house is what we call the school of fun stuff. So distillery tours, cocktail crawls, classes for liquor and cocktail connoisseurs. So you can find me at LiquorLady.com, on Twitter, Liquor Underscore Lady, and uh, Facebook, LiquorLady.
0: Yay. Mm -hmm. So so, (laughs) I want to (laughs) start out with um, our Did You Know. So did you know that... No. Uh, Right, pretty sure. (laughs) sure. (laughs) Did you know that there is a new documentary releasing? I think this spring called Red, White, and Black. Yes, Red, White, and Black. Yes. So it's a documentary based on Oregon winemakers who are all of color. So, and it's five. I can tell I was you, the say five.
3: all two of them. <laughs> no,
0: there were five. I never. They're I didn't five. know that. How did I not okay. know this? Okay. So um, let me see Why if I can. We're here for time. girl. We are here to help. Exactly. We're new. Okay, so um, the first one is, I think I can say his name, uh, Betroni Faustin. He is Abbey Creek Vineyards. Abby Creek. Okay. Yeah. Yes, My Oregon. just
3: did a scope about him. Yeah, um, exactly. In exactly. his wine in the scope. Yep.
0: Um, okay, the second one is Remy Drabkin, and he is Remy Wine mm-hmm. in Oregon. Yep. Um, oh,
3: wow.
0: Let's see. And then um, we have Andre Mack, of course. Um, yeah. yeah.
3: Noir, yeah. The We just <laughs> <laughs> <has> covered him. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Then um, okay, I think it's not. I think this is Jesus Gillian or Gullen. Okay, and so this one is White Rose Estate, Oregon, in Oregon, and the last one is uh, Gerard Sleet, and he is at Argyle Winery. Yep. So they're going to cover those five. And, um Yeah. Huh. To release this. Yeah. So really like I really Argyle. I did not know that. Yep. Well, Very they important.
1: just did their Kickstarter campaign in September, so yeah. it's a fairly new endeavor.
0: Yeah. So I just found out about a week ago. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. Right. Okay, so I got two more. Cool did, you know, um, there is um, a black-owned wholesaler in D.C., and he has um, wine, liquor. He has mostly beer, like craft beers, but it's called Pipeside Traders. What? And, Hold yeah. on now. Oh, it's a it
3: pipe. Is a pipe. going to go right? highlight on for some business. Pipe <clears throat> it's
0: Pipetown Traders. Pipe Town and it's pipe. on Pennsylvania Avenue in southeast. North Potomac Avenue Station. D.C. Southeast. Yeah, southeast. South South yes. Yes. So, and yeah, he's a whole sailor. And I think his hours are Wednesday through Saturday, something like 4 to 9 or something like that. But. Wholesale yeah. craft beers, inside. So he's big on ciders. <clears throat> I think he had. Ooh. He said he has the biggest cider collection in D.C. Oh, my um, gonna roll through. Oh, awesome. wow. Yeah.
1: No, um, I feel so bad. Like having lived in D.C. for so many years. Listen, and the only all up, right.
0: I, I just found out this week. I just wow. found out this week. So okay. I'm gonna feel too bad. We have got to do a better job as black I folks. I know. I know. I know. Um, and my last one, um, I found this out know? through Maia, who is um, the wine mistress. You guys can follow her on Periscope. She's huge in Periscope. Um, anyway, oh, yeah. so there is a new reality show called Best Bottle that's coming out soon. What? And it's going to be, is it going to be California versus Oregon? Is that right, Tanisha? It's okay. I got the link here. Hold on. Right. It's, I'm, I'm like, oh, to Instagram. It's a reality not prepared. It's a reality TV show. And it's gonna they're gonna have like all these challenges and stuff. and I think it's gonna be California versus Oregon. hold on. here it is. Hold
3: on. This is what I aspire to be my future job. That's right? right? Wouldn't that be fun?
0: That's right. Oh, nice. All right, hold
3: on. No, I don't want to host that. I don't want to be in you no know, challenges. Don't don't test me. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I mean, be I will not act right on the reality show. Like, you can't come for me that way to be coming for people on their reality shows. Girl, you look great. I'm embarrassed. No my my
0: reason they watch. Nope. Gosh, now I can't find it. But, yeah, so it's going to be something. Oh, no. But, yes. Best bottle. Fun stuff. Right. Yes. Best bottle. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna have these so watch happening. parties. That's yeah. right. Yes. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. And did everybody watch Psalm *Inside the Bottle* yet on Amazon? No. Mm. Okay. Is it
3: my? So, is it my queue though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the children. Now they have a queue. Oh, now no, the they have that in this country. There's oh. an
0: African American on there. What's his name? Deline or Deline? Yeah. What is it? What's his last name? Is it Proctor? Proctor. There you go. Yeah um so yeah that's all my did you know so now we can start talking about black people and tell me what you're drinking <sighs> Melissa you Our can ha- go first I know you're prepared we, we go gotta let like, the guests go do you
1: first. Like, do oh, you have a first. did you yes. know? oh no there's no well I'll give you some statistics later but okay it'll be <laughs> interesting Melissa coming me with the numbers <laughs> only because alright well I'll go ahead and go since it'll be a good kick off okay um, I am drinking a cider, not by an African American, but okay. on purpose. So I'm drinking oh. Blue Bee Argonne 1904. So it's a local cidery here in Richmond. And the reason I'm drinking it today is because last Wednesday they hosted an event about blacks in cider. Oh! So, wow! I know. wow. <laughs> so How long it was really that cool. event? 30
3: minutes? What happened? <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> No, we talk, like, seriously, like, to, no. Well,
1: I got to moderate, and so it was Blacks in Cider, Blacks in Richmond, Blacks in the restaurant industry, and it was pretty oh, cool. Okay. There was a panel. So one guy was a local historian, and um, Emmanuel Dabney, he, or Emmanuel, I forgot his last name off the top of my head, but he was doing research on slaves' impact on the cider, the cider industry, back, you know, picking apples, working mm-hmm. the fields, that I kind know. of stuff, oh, wow. fascinating. There, um, there was another gentleman, Chauncey, Was on the panel. He works at a historic hotel here, the Jefferson. So he talked about Mm -hmm. Bojangles and some of the wait staff that came through the Jefferson and, you know, shucking and jiving and, you know, getting tips and sort of that progression. And then there was a woman, um, Kelly Lemon. She's the general manager at a black owned restaurant, Mama J's here. And so, you know, Mama J is seasoned at this point, but she has been around and seen it all. They're in a historic Black neighborhood. So she talked about how they chose their location, on and on and on. But um, what I'll share with you guys, and I wanted to do this because I think I found it interesting in the last couple years, all of the discussions that I have been to about Blacks in spirits, wine, beer, anything, have been held by white folks. Mm-hmm. So... um so I wanted to give them a shout-out anyway. But, mm-hmm. so some of the numbers that I found. So anybody have a sense of how many breweries or wineries are in the country, in the U.S.? Oh. No wineries. Like, Come on now. Come on. <laughs> there are about uh, 8,000 8, wineries in the U.S., if you can wow. believe it. There are about 4,100 breweries, 700 craft distilleries, and just over 400 cideries in the U.S. We're We're doing it when it comes to alcohol. But... Any guesses on what percentage of
3: wineries in the U.S. are black-owned? Oh, it's low because I think it might. I think the number is like under twenty. <clears throat> yeah,
0: it grew oh, a on. little. It grew a little, but it's not. Yeah, that number's uh,
3: under twenty. It might be like eleven or twelve.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like we are. Well, there's been
1: there's been some growth, yeah. and they'll you know consider winemakers and all that, but it's less than five percent. It's yeah. probably like four percent at high. Mm-hmm. And then breweries are about the same. They're about what they say a couple dozen. Master brewers or owners mm-hmm. of um, breweries, Spirits and cider are totally worse off. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to throw it out there because there are so few. Um, but one of the interesting things I did find about Virginia—not that you guys are in Virginia—but um, black agriculture. So farmers that are black have dwindled. So in 1920, 14 percent. 2012, less than two percent of farmers that are black. But in Virginia, we are the sixth the sixth highest state in terms of apple production. So think about your cider. Wow. We are the fifth, ranked fifth in terms of wine grape production. So think about your wines. Wow. We're investing heavily in hop production because we're quickly, what do we have? 142 craft breweries in the state. And then um, we make a ton of corn, which you use for moonshine and bourbon and stuff like that. And we make a ton of wheat, which you use in vodka. So, you know, I kind of came at it from a different direction that, you know, us in Virginia or in agricultural places, agriculture is our number one industry in Virginia. Absolutely. Blacks mm-hmm. are getting cut out. So it's not just at the top, it's also at the bottom. Mm. So I know that wasn't like a super positive story, but I think yeah. it puts in perspective all the brands that we're going to oh, no, talk but about. Let's, yeah, but let's get ice.
3: into that. And and let's get into that and I'm glad you did bring it up from another standpoint because I'm wondering is that because we're being cut out or because that's something that we're not even looking to get into right right
4: I was wondering the same thing
3: because I look Um, at that the same way we have you know uh, STEM for science technology engineering and math and how you don't see that many of us there is that because we don't want to be there Or I think it might be an issue of Mm -hmm. this might be something that we don't even think Mm -hmm. is even available to us or is even an option. Right. Right. And I'm saying this from like my standpoint because of what I do until I kind of, until I met the people that I met and kind of, you know, saw this whole world open up to me, I didn't even know something like this existed. I thought when it came to liquor, it was like, okay, I work at the liquor store, or maybe (laughs) like I fell to the liquor store, or I'm a girl in a little Hennessy t-shirt walking around with a tray asking, do you want a shot? Like, I thought that was all there was. Until I got in it myself, did I realize, oh, you can teach it. There are distributors. There are importers. (laughs) Yeah. There's marketing there's social media, there's consulting. I, Like, my yep. parents, when I would talk about, okay, well, I'm going out for drinks, okay, I'm going to do this, they were like, oh my goodness, we have to talk to her, because <laughs> clearly, My family is the same way. And <laughs> this is something that we just really are concerned with. Not until yep. I told them that I was going to be teaching the class, mm-hmm. they really were like, oh wait, this is for real. Like, you know what yep. you're doing. I was like, yeah, so it's Professor Townsend and to you all. And they were like, okay, first of all, it's still Tanisha, and calm down (laughs) but they were like okay this is like a legit thing if you are standing in front you know of a college college course you have a syllabus you are teaching a class like you're doing this okay Mm -hmm. this is like a real career right something that you can actually you know go forth and do all right we can tell our friends now we can't probably good job
0: and I, actually, I don't think people I
3: just, know that this exists.
0: Yeah, I just read an article. This is on the consumption side, but it was an article mm-hmm. saying that why black people aren't into craft beers. I and read
3: that and I'm so glad right. you mentioned that
0: because I'm yeah. bringing that up. Yeah, Where and was it was that was crazy because they're um gosh. You know, or eater? Yeah, it was a yeah, one one thrill those. list. I think it was yeah, thrill, thrill, thrill list. Thrill. I will tweet it. Yeah. But it was pretty much saying that it's just something that we haven't got into and it's yeah. not even an inviting environment for no. a lot of black people, yep. you know, yep. when you think of craft beers, you think of white boys and, you know. And hipster, and play, play and hipster white guys. And that. So You think
3: the hipster ones and you're right. like, no. So if
0: we, if we can't even like consume it enjoyably, what makes you think we think we can work in right. that type of environment and, right. you know, start making beers, so.
1: Yeah. But, right. I think, I definitely think there are a couple things and I agree with you guys. Um, there were a couple articles I found you just don't find craft beer in a lot of places, you know, in a lot of neighborhoods where African-Americans are growing up. Right, um, yeah. You know, a lot of the mass beers are truly targeting African-Americans. Um, right. So you're not, I mean. Sorry.
0: It's okay. It's that right. was supposed
4: to be turned off. I was like, I was it. It was turned off. I don't right. know why it's still uh, going on here.
3: Right. Low key, let you're, me turn mine all off. Right. Let me, you know. Right? Like, <laughs> like oh, Because my drone is on high. <laughs> in birth. Okay. <laughs> now I have to check and make sure I've turned it completely off.
1: You are all good. But no, I think that's a big thing. Like a lot of African Americans, a lot of blacks didn't grow up with, you know, especially craft beer in their convenience stores, in their neighborhood right. stores. Right. You know, things like that. So they didn't grow up with it and then they don't see a lot right. of people around them mm-hmm. drinking it right and a lot of the brand class beer was
4: new. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. It's new to us. Like a yeah. few <laughs>
4: years ago I thought it
3: was a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> new to us. Uh-uh. us. I'm telling you to us it is. But they've been <laughs> in, they've been brewing beer in uh, a bathtub for a minute right next to the right. gym. Like yeah. they've been doing that.
1: And then who's the gentleman? Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name at Brooklyn Brewery. Um, Garrett, oh, you know, yeah, Him. He's now he's been in the game for what since at least 2010
3: and yeah, that's he's like been the elder it. statesman, right? And I was gonna say, that seems one. like a while.
0: There's <laughs> a female one in Harlem, yes, Harlem yeah. Brewing. Yeah. yeah. um, what is her name? Oh, dear, it's okay. I'm gonna have to go check that out. It's my got, area. I got the site up. Hold on, it's not moving fast enough for me.
1: Garrett Oliver is the guy from uh, Brooklyn Brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see if I've got her name real quick.
0: What is her name? This is so funny. Ain't it? I, I feel know. like I had to do research for this call. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, yeah.
3: I knew you was going to do research, and I was just going to talk to your research. So, um. <laughs> uh
1: oh.
3: <laughs> but I got some notes up. I got some stuff pulled up on uh-huh. my other screen. Don't, you know. uh-huh. <laughs> Don't be discounting me. No, I'm
0: not discounting you. <laughs> what is that girl's name? Anyway. I know Cel- uh, Celeste <clears throat> Beatty, Celeste Beatty from
1: Harlem Brewery. Okay. Yep. She's the brewmaster for Harlem Brewing Company. So you've got awesome. two right awesome. around the way yeah. up in New York. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm not,
4: now I have to contact them and check them out and put them on the blog.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Well, and the it's so it's so hard because um, like Garrett, he's a master brewer, but Celeste is right. actually like. Master brewer, owner, all that kind of stuff, and then there was a new brewery, Black Frog, that opened up in Toledo, Ohio. Oh, get out of here! Black... That's
0: where my family is from. Oh,
1: excuse me, what? go find him. Um, Black yeah. owns everything, and it's in Ohio. So, wow, there are a couple of them. There are definitely a couple of them on the come up from the beer side, and I can tell mm-hmm. you, I'm not, I'm not really a beer drinker though. So yeah, I fall into the stereotype?
4: So <laughs> I'm similar. I, I'm trying a to get lot my beer like that.
3: I <clears throat> am not. I won't say I'm a beer drinker. There are beers that I will drink, but I'm not one that's going to go out and be like, "Oh, well, let me try this. Let me try this." I like a certain style. Like I like um like a lighter Belgian beer. I like blondes. I like wheat beer. Mm-hmm. So I'll be to and try a new wheat beer. But like stout and no. No.
5: Yep. Yeah. Maybe a okay.
3: ale. but you know, some of the other stuff. IPAs and you know, the lagers.
1: Nah. Yeah. I'm not an <laughs> IPA drinker at all. Now I will drink I'll drink Porters and Stouts because I feel like they're they're pretty welcoming into the fold. It's it's pretty soft, pretty well rounded. But um Kind of the the wheat beers are, are more my thing too.
3: So, yeah, I'll I'm like I need light because when I want a beer, like I want it to be light and refreshing, and bouts always feel heavy. Like Guinness, I just feel like it just sits on you and it feels just so heavy. And yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty oh. to pour it when you you know it hit is. it from the draft, but
1: oh. Then I was going to say, <laughs> there's one more before I know, because I want to know what what you guys are drinking, because I know there's some wine out there. But on the beer front, there's another black-owned brewery um, down in New Orleans. What is it, Cajun? It's Cajun. So I want to say Cajun Brewery. Um, okay. But it's black-owned down in New Orleans. I'm going there in April, so I'm going to have to check that out. Okay. I'll see if I can find the the name.
3: If you're going to April, you have to check out our home girl from our last hangout.
1: Oh, Aspen. yeah. Oh,
3: well, definitely put us in touch. Yeah. Yeah, she's a uh, bartender at the Ace Hotel. Um, oh, oh cool. Love so me some Ace. Down there. Yeah. Our Wait, on oh, Cajun. that's right. I think I saw her talk about that when I when I checked
4: out the last hangout. I remember that because I was like, mm-hmm. I have to check her out when I go. She said she was getting ready yeah. to move in.
3: Yep, she is there. Well, make After. sure to check out Cajun
1: Cajun Fire Brewing. That's what it's called. Okay, I like
3: it, Cage of Fire. fire. I
1: know,
4: right? <laughs> and I was just there in a, a couple of weeks ago.
1: Okay. Cool. So that's all uh-huh. I got when it comes to beer. Like I tell you right now, I'm all bearded out. Got nothing else in the in the coffers. Okay.
3: Yes. Well, let's. <laughs> I have nothing at all. I you know, beer not my thing. I'm like, who made Corona? Okay.
1: Constellation.
3: <laughs> who made Corona? Where does can come from? Delirium—that's Belgian. See, like I okay. could name you not one beer crafted in America. So, I'm out. It's all good. It's all good.
1: All right. What What okay. are you drinking, Tanisha?
3: Um. Oh, I'm not drinking anything glass <gasps> I don't have access to it like that. Like that's. But. I have been trying to get my hands on, there is um, a champagne brand that's owned by um, a black guy and I'm trying to find the information on that, but I can't seem to find that. But what I do have is the information on Maison Elan, which is owned by Ray Walker and he is um, a black guy from, I'm sorry, African American, from California. And he is in the Louis St. George region of uh, Bergogna, or Burgundy, or Burgundy. That's And so nice. he actually lived in California and he was in finance and then he got married and his wife kind of showed him how wine complemented meals and, you know, how things went together. So he was like, oh, this seems kind of cool. So he started doing a little reading about it and getting more information. Then he went to a wine event, tasted ten burgundies, and was like sold. Was like, this is what wine should taste like. This is amazing. I'm hooked. And so he started doing harvest and, you know, working in winery in California. Um, he eventually left his uh job in uh finance and then came over to France in Burgundy and he started looking to get Pinot Noir grapes. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, he had no formal wine education, no consultant or anything, just knowing the basics. And um, he joined Louis Saint George in 2010, and uh, they have a home, a winery, and club there. And um, they've been making wine since then. Wow, very nice. And so wow. you can follow him on. Um, I follow him on Instagram. He doesn't post okay. that, that often. But you can see, you know, a few pictures of, like, some of the bottles, some of the bottling, um, some of the vineyard and stuff like that.
0: Hmm. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Wow, taking
3: over the world. It... Right. And so I wanted to mention that one since it is in France. Um, when I find a guy from the Champagne, then I'll do, like, another – maybe I'll do a periscope or something. i like, post on someone there. But I was really trying to find his information. Um, but there was someone who told me about him. And so I'm like, oh wait, champagne. I need to talk to him because, like, I go to champagne. Like I was just in champagne the other day. Oh so, my god, you just I was in definitely... champagne the other day. Sorry, it's I'm 45 minutes oh, away. It's, I'm like, Who <laughs> says that?
0: <laughs> I can barely afford champagne, and you just going. You know to what? Champagne. It's 45 <laughs> minutes.
3: It's 45 minutes away. That's just like you saying, oh, so I just went to Baltimore. I'm gonna come right back. Like, Not
0: quite the same.
3: Not but quite same so different. Day. Baltimore Champagne, <laughs> right? Uh huh. So, <laughs> anywho, um, I would definitely like to go back and uh, look for him because they actually have this uh, event called Champagne Week, and it's at the end of April. Oh, wow! Um, we actually so. have a Champagne in
4: New- a Champagne Week in New York as well. Really?
0: What? What happens? Yeah. Is it like a you, conference kind of thing?
4: A bit. It's a uh, it's actually not it's not run by black people, but it is something <laughs> where there are events at different restaurants. Um yeah. restaurants owned restaurants have uh, special menus. The young lady she helps curate the menus and um champagne pairing for those restaurants and then like I said, they have events and parties. Wow. Um, okay.
0: nice. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Huh. We love our bubbles. <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah. We certainly do certainly do. Yeah. Well, the pizza, I think it's your turn, so yeah. what are you drinking?
4: Not... Okay, so what I'm drinking right now is not Black Old. Okay. It's Four Roses Bourbon, and okay. I found out a few months ago that was my grandfather's favorite drink, so I've been oh. a little obsessed lately. Uh, so, <laughs> and then your also, I, had great I ended taste. up. Say it again? Your grandfather had great taste. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, I, I, and the other reason I'm drinking it is because also on the blog, for Valentine's Day, I was in a challenge to come up with a cocktail recipe featuring Four Roses bourbon. Ooh. So I kind of dedicated it to him. You know, he grew uh, up in Alabama where uh, they drink, where they sop up their biscuits with Allaga syrup. That's right. And there's a lot of corn element in that syrup. So I decided to see what it would taste like if I mixed it with Four Roses bourbon, which also has a, a, a heavy corn flavor as well and aroma. And it came out really good. I kind of ripped on the old-fashioned and just replaced the simple syrup with, with the Allaga. Uh. And it was... Uh, it was good, so I'm still good. working on that bottle here, and uh, that's what I'm sipping. Gotcha. <laughs> um, if we had, If I had connected with you ladies sooner, I'd probably be drinking a bottle of v- Bouger oh. Vodka, which is a black-owned company, mm-hmm. and they are yeah. partially based out of here in New Jersey. Mm. So they're actually doing some of their launch events at um, in Charlotte right now, so I wasn't able to. But if I actually am invited to come back, I will have a bottle on hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, that the, is that the purple bottle? It almost looks like lightning. The late,
4: it, You know the what? Light, it's like light. a black bottle. It's a oh, black label.
0: I thought you black... were saying food, Yeah. No, Boojre.
1: Oh, Boojre. No. I don't know
4: that one. I'm a... They're brand new. It hasn't even really gone to market yet. They're oh, okay. getting ready to push it to market. Um, okay. But one of the owners is based here in Jersey. So that's like a hometown connection basically. Oh, that's awesome. And it's two things you know, two two black women, mm-hmm. um, both moms. So I thought their story was really cool.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. I hadn't heard, sorry, I'm looking it up, I'm nosy now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I really yeah, thought that, you were well, saying Foodre, because in yeah. D C yeah. there's a woman who started a vodka brand called uh-huh. Foodre. Yeah. African American woman. <laughs> oh wow,
4: I didn't even know yeah. about that and one. Turner.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's what the bottle looks like. Can you see it?
4: Yeah. Yeah, I see it. No, yeah. I hadn't seen that yeah. yet. Yeah. And then Chanel. Yeah,
1: now I have to her. reach out to her. Yeah. She's super nice. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, and
3: that vodka is super sweet. delicious. It's,
1: it's good. Is, it's is very, it? good.
3: It's very good. Yeah. I had see, a it? bottle.
1: Unfortunately, that was my Super Bowl cocktail, and so I used their vodka to make that. So my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I had a bottle, but then like I um, moved. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I mean, oh. I could
1: have taken that off your hand. I
0: know, I know. Jeez.
1: I could have taken care storage, of it. Storage, I could have held it for you. Mm.
3: That, that too, yeah. <laughs> I would have never seen that bottle again.
1: Hey, no. hey, you Absolutely
3: not. Right. You could have seen right. the bottle, you just wouldn't have seen right. the content. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been on a hangout, that joint would be like behind her head on the fireplace man. So <laughs> it sure would. I, I'd have a shelf right here on the wall just for it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at my list like, wait a minute. That
0: looks vaguely familiar. And... Okay, so is it my turn? Um, yes, yeah, so. it can be. So, so I got two. I have two. Um, of course. So I finally found Nick Bright's sister's uh, oh, treatment. Yay! I love
5: them! Oh, oh, they're yeah. so oh, sweet. Yes. Really so awesome. yeah.
0: so I had the, their wines are hard to find. Then I just found a blogger. It's like, girl, go to Harris Teeter's. And I was like, what? What? So, this yeah. was thirteen ninety nine at Harris Teeter. It's their Chardonnay, yeah. 2013. So, the McBride sisters, if you don't know their story, they didn't know each other for a number of years until their dad passed away. Forever.
3: Yeah, yeah. their dad passed away. Yeah,
0: and um, let's see, they were 16 and 15 at the time, and their aunt reunited them. Then um, I thought
4: there was a big, bigger age difference. One of them was, like, married by then. She was in her
0: 20s. Um, one was 16 and one was 25. And then, um, yeah. they're now, um, I don't know, they're now 41 and 33, yeah. but they're Robin and Andrea, yeah. and yes, yeah. they met in 1999 after their uh, father passed away, blah, 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 and um, they discovered that they both grew up in, in the wine, like near wine, and they love wine. So right. the younger one grew up in New Zealand, and the older one in California, eventually they both um, ended up in California. And um, they have two lines. They have a New Zealand line, and then they have a California line. And so this one is the California line, Jouvet. Right. And, um, and then, so, yeah. So Can oh, I just
4: chime in a little and, bit on that yes, one? Please, please. Please. Oh, okay, because I actually got a chance to meet them um, when they oh, were here awesome. in New York last year. Uh-huh. And they're, first of all, they're extremely sweet. And they love shoes, too. Um, oh, nice. And so... Yeah, yeah, and you gave a good, a good synopsis of their story. I thought it was so uncanny. How like yeah, and it was one of those things. They said something about Oprah, like their, their uncle was watching Oprah, and they gave tips on how to find people you've lost, and that's how wow. the family was able to I like piece them together and find it. And then yes. everything else in your story was like yeah. kismet. Like mm-hmm. the one from New Zealand happened to be visiting the states, yeah, and the other one just it's just during that time, so yeah. it worked out. Um, and then I know that their other one, the Echo Love Wine, is the one in New yes, Zealand. Fair. But, yeah, mm-hmm. those women are incredibly sweet, incredibly nice, incredibly yeah. gracious. Um, and if you ever get a chance to meet them, like, yeah. please do.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were they in were DC uh, promoting their wine um, a few years ago, and um, I just missed yeah. them. But, yeah, and they're gorgeous. Oh, my gosh, they are they gorgeous. They are, yeah.
4: So they Even them. more so in person. They're, really? they're tall, too.
0: Yeah. Are they tall? Wow.
1: Yes, do you guys they're know? Called... Do you guys know what company they're affiliated with? Who's doing kind of their marketing and no. stuff? They
4: um, Diageo. I know that they, they, they work under Diageo. And... Yep. Oh, okay. Oh. And at the time, um, Taylor Strategy was
1: doing their PR. Yep. That's mm. what I mean. Like these ladies are set up for success from you know from a yeah. Absolutely. Like industry corporate perspective, they're wow. not just two ladies going doing their thing. They're affiliated no. with the largest spirits company in the world. Wow, yes.
0: that's awesome. There, yeah. it's well, like the that, that, that. I thought that was huge. Uh, with this those. is the first time yeah. I've had it, and um, I haven't had any of their other wines. Have you guys tasted any other other wines? I
4: haven't. No. I did. I had their um, the red. Oh, okay. The, I think it was a it was a, a red mixed and I'm having a problem remembering what it was, okay. but I did. I enjoyed it.
5: Yeah. I
4: really did. Um, you know, we tasted through those we tasted both the Chardonnay and then we tasted mm-hmm. their red. And I enjoyed it. It was it was really fragrant. Um, it wasn't a super heavy flavor.
5: Okay. But it was
4: it was go- it was like a good sipper with your girlfriend. Okay. You know, and that price point is good for like hanging out. Um, yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't super aggressive, it was really easily approachable. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I have it's my fragrant. second one. Um Uh-oh. Idleheiss. So, oh, cool. So, Idleheiss is a mold wine. And um, let me see, I wrote down the winemaker's name. So, it's two guys. So, one guy's name is Rimpt Peters. Um, and I think he's the German guy. And Rodney Frost is the D.C. guy. So, he's a native Washingtonian. And oh. um, wow. he's was a government contractor. And he just got, uh, I think he traveled to Switzerland and he fell in love with this mold wine there and he decided good. and he just decided right. to come back home and start making mold wine from 100% organic grapes this is i could only find this at yes market ah. they only oh, sell it at yes wow. market okay. it's 18 dollars um it's in this reusable re- bottle so y'all know I'm going to keep I that i love
5: those bottles yeah yes.
0: right um but it's from mold wine, and um, from organic and organic ingredients and spices, and this is what it looks like. Um, it mm. smells like when you like cook cranberries, like maybe you're making a cranberry simple syrup or something, mm. and you cook cranberries, and it smells like, like this is going to make a good winter cocktail, like maybe in a hot toddy or something like that. But um, So
1: now I
4: have to get it and do it with a shoe pairing or something on a fight for winter.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. So... I wanted to ask, so totally not related to that wine, but when you threw out shoes, have you heard of a woman, Gwen Hurt, down here in Richmond that does shoe crazy wines? Yes, we actually featured her in the post about um, black
4: wine and spirits brands that we that basically uh, that drew you to us and us to you. Uh, oh, so I, That was my first time hearing of her when I was doing the research for that post, but um, I'm dying to try it, and also, of course, because I'm choosing booze, I'm like, I have to meet her. Well,
1: talk. The, <laughs> I was totally sorry to interrupt I mean, you. No, that's I what you made me think of. I'm yeah. going to have coffee with her next month. I haven't met her, but um, that's what, if I hadn't been so lazy today, that was the one I was supposed to be drinking because it's at the Kroger right down the street. But um, <laughs> I will let And you I know haven't even I had a chance. T-
4: please do, or or I, I'm definitely going to have to see if there's a way to find it here in Jersey. I think we only have one store that has a huge selection um and usually you'll have things that are a little bit more new, but I, I'm going right. to have to look out for all of these, and even if not, I just have to figure out who does their marketing and like, so, uh, figure out if there's a uh, way.
0: I have a question for you about shoes and booths. So you guys are a blog, and what do you do? You pair yeah. shoes with wines in your blog post, or you have events where you can shop and drink wine? We
4: do right now it's mostly the blog. So okay. we do pair shoes with cocktails. Um okay. occasionally it'll be with like a wine, but most of the time it's with cocktails. If you're oh, okay. with this woman in this oh, mood, okay. you wear this shoe and drink this drink. Oh. Um, but we also oh, have, we're do have to
1: connect. We gotta connect. Yeah.
4: <laughs> we also do what what we call booze clues, which is where our um like, you know, black-owned uh, wine and spirits brand came in. So, it's you know, if there are five things you should know about something. So it may okay. be five reasons that whiskey is great for winter or okay. five things you should know, like five brands you should know. It's that kind of thing. Wow. Um so we do a few things. We do, the, yeah, the booze clues. If there's something super new happening in the industry that, you know, the basic person, the basic drinker would like to know, then it would be under booze news. Um, we do reviews as well. We haven't done one in a while. We used to do them on camera. Um,
5: oh, that but that's
4: something we're looking at getting back into I say we, it's pretty much me, but I, I'm claiming we because at some point it won't be just right. me
3: anymore. Yeah. Me is the new we. You weed. The inter- person. You right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, know, I me glass. Mm-hmm. Right. We.
4: Like, um, so, yeah, that's. we have hosted a couple right. of events. Well, I, I, on behalf of Shoes and Booze, have hosted a couple of events, and I plan to have some more going on. Um, this year, actually in April here in Jersey, I'll be co-hosting the Brown Girls Bar Crawl. Oh, no! Nice.
1: So Come on <laughs> <laughs> What you, say, you coming
4: up? <laughs> when, are you, when are you doing that
1: Brown Girls Bar Crawl? That's when I'll be
4: there? I have a call for it on um, this Wednesday to actually finalize our date, but we're, like I said, we're looking at April, yep. and it'll be here in Jersey City because that's where I'm from. Usually it's in another county but since I'm from here, we thought it would be a great idea to bring a bunch of brown girls to the new and emerging bar scene here in Jersey City. So (laughs) (laughs) I am getting further into um, hosting and throwing events. So that's something to kind of be on on the lookout for because there will be more of that coming soon.
0: Oh, wow. Hmm. Awesome. So um, does anybody have any other a black winemaker or a liquor maker or a beer maker that they like?
3: Um, any that are different that we haven't mentioned before? No, yeah. okay. um, I don't think so. Because we've mentioned, I mean, we've mentioned Mac McDonald of uh, mm-hmm. Vision Cellar several times. Sure. Um, and then we've mentioned um, Marcus Johnson of Flow. Yeah. And we went to um, Rideau when we were out in California and met Iris. Um, well, did not meet okay. Iris, but owned by um, Iris um, Rideau, When we went out to uh, the Wine Bloggers Conference in California, what was that two years ago? Yeah. Um, then um, and then um, I think it's Running Tiger out of Texas, and then um, I think the guy Sharp, who's a doctor, and so he has his wines. I think it might be Sharp Cellars or something like that out of California. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of anyone else in wine. We've also mentioned uh, Krishan Lampley before of Love Corkscrew, um, out of Have Chicago. You Have you had those?
0: I haven't, I haven't had them haven't yet. I've had quite
3: a few of those. Yeah, and I met Krishan um at a few events when I was um in Chicago. Where do you find um, them?
1: Like, are they outside of Chicago yet? Because I love um, their I packaging. I don't
3: think they. I don't think they are yet. No, they're okay. not. Yeah, okay. they're not available outside of Chicago just yet. So,, um, but she's just gotten a lot of distribution within Chicago and is in a lot of stores in Chicago. A lot of the grocery stores, a lot of the liquor stores um so maybe something that you might be able to order. Yeah. um I know they sell it at Benny's, which is a very large liquor yeah. store. um Benny's is like a total wine, so you might be able oh, to look okay. at Benny's website and then get them from there. Okay. Um, but she has, like, a long line of things that uh, she has. She has a sparkling wine and a sweet red and a couple whites and some um, red blends. And, um, yeah, those ones are uh pretty good. The red is solid, and then I also like the sparkling.
1: Yeah. As I was far as, to... you know,
3: for my taste.
1: Um, the only ones, I feel like Sarita had done an event there out at Wisdom Oak. It used to be Sugar Leaf here in Virginia. Oh, uh, yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Black Gones Winery. I think the only one in Virginia. Um, yep. and then who's the guy? I want to say Jack, Jack from Brooklyn, Jack in Brooklyn, Sorrel. Um. Yeah, Sorrel Yes, i had
4: that. Yeah. That is so, it's I was thinking, remember, it's, it's delicious.
3: It is good. And Jack it is, is makes cool. makes great He's cocktails. Hungry.
4: Yes, I, I met him at Manhattan Cocktail Passage a couple of years ago, and he was really, 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 really nice.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: And then I'll say, un, sort of unrelated, but there's that big, I can't think of the name of it, but it's the Robotic Bartender. Um, oh, uh, yeah, guys from I met Georgia those guys,
3: Tech. and um, they are, it's the a great product. Con, At the Restaurant Conference in Chicago, I met them, and um, yep. we talked for a little while about their um, product, yeah.
1: Mansoor, mm-hmm. that's it. Mansoor, yep. the bartender, the robot bartender. And it's a great story. There are four black gentlemen that graduated from Georgia Tech that created this. So, I mean, it, it definitely intersects with our industry. Hmm.
3: For sure. And that would be good News. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> there you go.
3: Yeah, because some bartenders feel a way about it. Um but I yeah. think it does have its place and there is a lane for it. I think it's, um, you know, it's not it's not going to take the place of like craft cocktails and craft bartending, but for places that right. want to have a drink but don't want to have a bartender on staff, I think it's, um, you know, a good idea.
4: And yeah, like I think it may even be better for real bartenders because, you know, if it's a place where people are not known to really tip well, then you're pretty much wasting your time.
3: Mm. Yeah. That are not known to tip well and that, you know, don't really want these fancy drinks. Like some people just want right. a vodka cranberry. Some people just right. want maybe a mojito. Well, I mean, he's a little more. Well, mojito, mojito you, need a want, right, you, you need a little. Some people might just want, right, you need a little extra to it. You need a human touch want, on that. Yeah, <laughs> you might just want like a rum and coke, you know, right. but. If you want to get fancy, like, okay, a Cosmo. Cosmo or but exactly, yeah. But you know I what, I think I would it's be a much little bit to... So, I think these kind of things, you know, a machine could do that. A machine just well, be see, awesome I think I would get training. upset, too, though, because the human element in
4: bartenders and some of these places where you're just going to get something kind of simple is that you might be cool with that bartender, and they have a nice pour for you, but that robot has no friends. hmm Right? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Whereas oh. I'm like, oh okay, I'm gonna go over there because I know Melissa is gonna treat me right if I order something right? simple. Yeah. When I go see this this robotic bartender, I'm pretty much gonna get the mm-hmm. two four pour or whatever, and I'm not
3: gonna get my little hookup. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but, but I don't think that they would so, have. I don't think that they will have a machine in a place like that. Like I don't think the machine. No, would be I'm thinking some like, place like you know how they're you know,
4: like they're oh, gonna no, start I, selling the wine in Barnes and Noble, from what I hear. I could see a robot there.
3: Right. This I'm saying, something like that, or maybe like you know your lower end hotel. Like okay, you're at the Red yes. Roof Inn, and yeah. you know, no, no shade. Uh, of red Roof Service like, you know, right. A, a right. bar situation. But you know, you right. want a little cocktail before dinner or something like that. Right. You know, places yeah. like that where you don't need the human element up and you don't yep. need a right. fancy drink. I yep. think that that is perfect for that kind of situation. Hmm. Well, since even if we it's were just on... opening beer and
1: wine. Yeah. 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 Since we were talking about mixology, I know Tanisha was with me, I think, back in 2013 when we went to that event down at Harlem Theater. Oh, take B- it back. Um, About blacks in mixology. And I know I was blown away, and I've, I've done yeah. some of the reading. Like Dave Wondrich has written about it and things like that. Uh-huh. But even there was a gentleman, Tom Bullock, who Tom back Bullock, in yep. 1917... Was the first? yeah To write a cocktail book.
4: Yeah. And, I just um, saw about that, and now I want to get my hands on it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, good luck with that.
1: Yeah, they have a. <laughs> there's a reprint, like a new edition, or. Something. I was about to
4: say, I'm pretty sure they're reprinting. That's why it's back in the news. Yeah.
1: Yep. But there, I couldn't believe how many just blacks had used sort of saloon keeping or bartending, as we call yep. it, yeah. as a way yep. to get some level of prestige. Mm-hmm. Back, you know, in the yes. early. Hundreds. I I never yeah. knew until those events came up. So I thought it was pretty cool.
4: Well, uh-huh. and even if you think about how um, a lot of our bars, like during the Harlem Renaissance, like during those times with during Prohibition, yep. you know, yep. we we actually had a, more of an opportunity to come into like power in the liquor industry because yeah. the bars up in Harlem <laughs> were the places where everybody wanted to go, and you know get their entertainment and then also get their liquor, and as, you know, as we as were as some as of the bigger that. liquor runners too.
0: Yeah, I was about to bring that up because I'm reading The Last Call, um, oh, about The Rise and okay. Call of, of Prohibition, and pretty much, you know, Liquor and Spirits during Prohibition was like the only desegregated career
3: um, mm-hmm. yes. during that
0: time, so yeah, very true. Yeah. yeah,
4: I've I've become way more interested in in our roles outside of owning liquor stores and drinking it, and mm-hmm. like you said, being the bottle girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning more and more that we've had way more integral roles, even if yeah. we're a huge minority, like a, a a very small minority of the people who are technically <coughs> getting getting credit for producing it. Now mm-hmm. we've had a long history of yes. being very necessary yeah. in this yes. industry, and yeah. um. You know, the little history nerd in me is totally buzzing right now.
3: Yeah. Oh, and yeah, the yeah. thing that's unfortunate is I feel like it's like that about a lot of industries. Yes. We have yeah. the ones who kind of kicked off and we're creating yeah. things and, you know, mm-hmm. making it happen. Yeah. And then I we kind dropped off for whatever reason. Right.
4: I, like, I remember being, um, you know, earlier in the days of Shoes and Booze, I remember going getting invited here because there weren't, I guess there weren't a lot of girls who were really interested in whiskey hardcore. And my blog is very, like, we write about things pretty casually. They're for the casual drinker. But my brain is interested in the the deeper levels of things. And I remember going to events for a lot of these older bourbon brands, you know, the the Heritage bourbons,
3: and being not only the... you
4: You know what's funny? They were actually really nice to me. They were very welcoming. And I think it was this kind of air of, like, being impressed at the fact that there was this 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 young black woman who actually was interested in the process and not just in the product. Um, And who also could come there and actually have some insight and know what I was talking about when we're tasting and different things like that. And now, you know, some years later, I'm seeing a lot more people who look like me at these Mm -hmm. events. And Mm -hmm. it's really cool. And then it's also interesting to talk to some of the ones that I've been seeing since the beginning. And mm-hmm. what their take is on some of the newer faces that we're seeing because it's it's yes. you know, there are a couple of different cultures involved in yes. the older guard and maybe the newer guard and mm-hmm. I'm finding yeah. that interesting because you were well. OG
3: so you got to look at the other ones like you
4: <laughs> know it looks like. I'm I'm not an, I mean, I guess I'm an OG, but like, even sitting here talking to you ladies, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much I need to know. Like, there's so much more for me to learn. I'm going to have to call them when we finish this chat and be like, listen, I need to talk to you every week because I want to learn more. I want to, what are you doing in D.C.? I'm going to hop on a, on a train or a bus or something. I'm coming to visit. Like, we going to these places. When you coming to New York to go do some stuff with me, too?
1: It's
3: all about Chinatown China, bus. China. Oh, yeah, I know. I love people doing it in um, New York. Yep. Uh, oh, and I, I mean, I may or may not and... know some of them, but I would love to know more. You probably more. do know the same people. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that, I mean, even in New Orleans, there's a guy, have you guys heard of Daniel Victory?
1: I've heard the name, but. The name.
4: So he's got Victory Bar, and he's also like a, a pretty well-known bartender, like Com brought him up here for their, um I can't read Bar Shift Series, where they brought bartenders and um, restaurant owners to different cities to attend bar- to the bars. Mm-hmm. So, oh. um, I actually visited Victory Bar and coincidentally met him there, and he was really a, really a cool young guy and was talking about how hard it is for a black person to get a bar in downtown um, New Orleans where his is, because wow. his wow. is like the only one I really know of that's pretty much in the middle of everything, and he's, mm-hmm. I think he recently opened up a new bar, I don't remember the name of it, but he might be a, a, a person to start following, mm-hmm. like to kind of keep track of.
0: Speaking of black bars. What are some of your favorite black bars or restaurants in your city? Girl. So I'm going to write these down, so I'm ready. when y'all, uh...
3: I'm listening. Uh... Oh, i going first. I'm like, I only got, like, one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even in Chicago, Tanisha, or, you know. Oh, in Chicago. Gosh, black oh, owned. Bring it. Black owned bar restaurant. I mean, we have a few here. You can go first. I'm listening. Yeah, you've got a couple up in New York.
4: I like Angel of Harlem in New York. Angel
0: of Harlem, Angel
4: yeah. of Harlem. Okay, that was. Um, I've had good experiences there.
0: Okay, and
4: I think it's called 67 Orange. That's actually where yeah, I um, where where, yeah, where Daniel Victory <laughs> was behind the bar for the bar switch. Oh, I mean, for the, the yeah. So I've, I've had good experiences there. It's really small, but they do they do real craft cocktails there. Like, I'm not mad at paying $15, 16 for a drink because okay. I see somebody standing there and muddle and chop and zest and put some gotcha. love in, in, into my drink.
1: I got a cosign on that one. I've been there one time, and it was really good.
4: It was yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trying to think. I feel like I've been to so many and I'm drawing a blank now.
0: So somebody else go while I think of some more. Okay, I'm listening.
3: No, we all wanted you to go so we could think oh, of ours. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, we like, uh, uh, everybody, uh, it's been not all
0: prepared.
3: over the place,
0: but um, Eatonville is now uh, Mulebone. Mulebone. Um, but Eatonville, yeah. yeah, it's Mulebone now. And um, actually, the Beverage director at Mealbone is gonna be on our next hangout when we talk about wine and spirit careers so um, check that out (laughs) Um, mm -hmm. but uh, Eatonville before it changed over was probably one of my favorite um, uh, restaurants it was um, yeah the food was really good Uh, I mean their wine program was a little lacking but you know whatever Uh, hopefully it's improved (laughs) but I know they're supposed to be doing some really good cocktails now Um, um, what else I like um I mean I, I like the typical there is this little hole in the wall spot on U Street called Lounge at 3. It is like when I oh took I love that place. Hole in the wall but they that. have the oh, best music. They got the best just, DJ. The best yeah. DJ and like the cheapest drinks. When you the have drinks like, are cheap. I don't have to come here. I,
3: I mean you, you just get a rum and coke. Not yeah. yeah. You're not but getting that you fancy. You're not getting nothing fancy.
0: keep it simple. You go in there and the DJ is rocking. And uh, they got. Uh, I mean, you can get some wings. Just, just stick with wings. You know, stay simple. <laughs> keep it simple. It, keep, keep it simple. But you know, if you got twenty dollars and it's a Friday night, that's that's where you go. Um,
3: yeah, you'll mind. be full and drunk. Exactly. Voila.
0: Exactly. voila, there you go. There's only one um, thing that'll make this make the situation better. I'm telling you. Um, I recently learned that Smith Commons here is black-owned. I did not know that. Are you kidding me? Really? Oh, I had no idea. It's it's on the list. It's on the (laughs) list. I have a whole list. Um, Yeah. Didn't know that. Wow. I wish someone had told me back in the day. Didn't know that. I would have gone more often. Yeah. Um, And I think that's about it for me. I mean, Avery's is okay if I'm in the mood for all that. But y'all been to Avery's? Avery's, no? Okay. Yeah, it's a oh, start. Oh, Avery's Yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: am. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it's cool. You know, shout out to the dude, you know. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, shout out yeah, to him.
5: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, that's that's all I got. And if I want some fish, I go to Horse and Dickies, and that's black um That's 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 where you go for fried fish in D.C., Horse and Dickies. But, yeah. And yeah, that's all You're
3: gonna come out with your entire body smelling like, yeah. I've been there. Yeah.
0: You've been? Oh, okay.
3: Yes, I, uh, years ago I worked at Charity yeah. Weekend. And once mm-hmm. you said you come out
4: smelling like fish, I knew exactly where you were talking about. Yeah. I don't even remember mm-hmm. how to get there. I just remember mm-hmm. I came out and I needed to wash. Like, I wanted to yeah. scratch my skin off just mm-hmm. one layer so. Yeah. Because it felt like it was in my pores. I felt like I yeah. came out with a greasy face, but yeah. it was yeah. really good.
0: Yeah. Oh, and, <laughs> um, and there is a fairly new wine bar. It's um, Ben 1301 also oh. on U Street. And that's black owned. Okay. Um, oh, I did not know that I was black owned. Yeah. I got a
1: question for you, Sarita. Yes. How do you find out that these places are black owned?
0: Do you just Sarita go in probably and find Oh no, no, <laughs> no. they're um their lists I that her doing that too. They lists that that circulate <laughs> through Facebook and like Twitter and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, and um so yeah.
4: There's also that website I don't do clubs. She tends to do that's where I got it. That's where I
0: got it. That's exactly where I got it. Yeah
4: of oh, Black-owned businesses.
1: Yep. Okay. All right. I got to go find that because yeah.
4: that's, I, yeah. yeah. She's easy to find. I don't do clubs. It's super easy to find. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. I got to go look because I will say I never know, you know, I may suspect, you know, if I'm listening to the music or kind of looking at right. the clientele, I may suspect, suspect that it's Black-owned but I never know. Um, right. Here, yeah. I would definitely say Mama James. Mama J's is a great place in Richmond. Um, Been around since 2007. Catfish nuggets, seafood salad, you know, down-home southern food. Fantastic. Um, Also, Croker Spot. So, Croker Spot is sort of an institution here in Richmond. It is soul food seafood. Mm. So, if you like seafood and cornbread and that kind of stuff, this is your your place. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of addicted to them.
4: Melissa, let's see. question. Yes. This is yes. while you're After this, can you just email me this list really quickly? I have a cousin in Richmond and she's always looking yeah. for somewhere to go and I sure. can't write as quickly as just saying it or like know how to spell it so just like email this to me so I can send it to her. But Absolutely. I, continue? I just had to say it while I was thinking
1: about it. No, I was gonna say, so yeah, Mama J's here and then Croker Spot, like Croker the Fish and Spot the Fish, Croker Spot. Um, okay. That's hmm. great. And then I'm trying to think other black-owned places yeah that's all I got coming at okay. to the top of my head,
0: okay, Tanisha, what about you? you got any on the top of your head?
3: Um out of Chicago. let's see restaurants, batters and berries, batters, batters and, berries. and berries, oh my
0: goodness, they
3: do um so it's like packed for breakfast. They do um, um like a lot of different styles of French toast. oh wow, Ooh. oh my God, I would love that oh, my, God. I I need to go. my road trip. So, Mm. Very Do amazing. they have good the mimosa? Look, <laughs> that's the thing. Um, it's I want to say or you may be able to <clears> buy <throat> a bottle. <throat> that's better for me because we, you know, mm. we know what to bring. Mm. And mm. then they have these ridiculously large and delicious omelets. Like I had a scallop omelet before. Oh, I've had a lobster oh. omelet there, a white lobster omelet. That was everything. Wow. Oh. Okay, and then there's Jaw Grill, which is um, Jamaican. Uh, Norm's Bistro, they have good cocktails and their food is solid, and they also have like live jazz and stuff there. Actually, um, that's where I went on my last night in Chicago before I came back um, to Paris um, after the holidays. So my friends and I got together over at Norm's, and it was funny. I think I told you all this before. Was talking. Oh with no, you're gonna sound
0: like a robot. Yeah. Is everybody, okay. Hold on. I it's thought it was kinda... my
3: headphones. I thought it was
4: mine.
0: <laughs> okay. It's it's like you sound like a robot. We can hear you and understand you, but you just sound like a robot. I a sound bit. like a robot. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Just you know. Go ahead,
3: Tanisha. <laughs> so, we're talking with one of the guys in there. was so trying to put us out, and we were just in there kicking. it. Oh, I still sound like a robot? Yes.
1: Yeah, you sound like a, you, a monster all the way. <laughs> I was gonna
0: oh, say Wait, unplug and plug your headphones back up.
1: <laughs>
0: See if that works.
1: Oh, while Tanisha is plugging, I will say she did make me think about Richmond in terms of Jamaican. Um, there is a restaurant called Jerk Pit um, right around the corner for me. They make, so yes, they have beef patty, cocoa bread, all that kind of stuff, but they make the best ginger beer that I think mm. I've ever had. Oh, wow. So, yeah, Jerk Pit's a great really one me. Wow. I love ginger beer. I do, too. I stock ginger beer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Non-alcoholic <laughs> ginger beer. I stock it. Wow. <laughs> okay, Tanisha, you're back. Finish
3: your list. I'm scared to talk.
4: Oh, okay, oh, yeah, you sound good. You're, you're good now.
3: I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't like when y'all talk about me. I'm going to hang up. Forget it.
0: <laughs> don't go. Please yeah. don't go. i back next month. <laughs> I swear! <laughs> oh my God! Okay. Sorry. Can you can you move on? Okay, so I said Barron Berries,
3: Jagrail, Norm Bistro. Um. Uh, what else? Those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Other ones are like random places. Oh, but you know there is a um, black-owned restaurant month in April, and I know oh, they're yeah. having. No. Okay.
0: I know they're Everybody.
3: having it in DC, mm-hmm. and they're having it in Chicago. Yeah. Um. um so like Google... and that's probably in New York too, for sure. Dang. Um. I would be okay. I'm gonna yeah. have to look that I'm up. I have to go back. But, to yeah, nationwide in April. So yeah. yeah. Jeez check that out. Oh, Ain't She Sweet in Chicago. That's good. It's just like a little cafe. You're going to get your sandwiches, you know, mm-hmm. your smoothies and, you know, your little soup for lunch or whatever. That's good. Black owned. Um wow. right. Oh, and then um I didn't we didn't mention this before when we were still talking about liquor, but um Melissa, you probably know him, Clyde Davis. Who has um the liquor importing, Team, spirits, Team Imports. spirits He Um he does uh Chairman Reserve, he has Castries, the peanut mm-hmm. liquor. Yep um, Peanut liquor? So, yeah. mm-hmm, it's good. It's like a cream. Yep. And it yeah, so I'm these things like it. creamy peanut buttery peanut butter.
1: liquor. Yep. Wow. Well, it's funny you said that, so I totally forgot about importers, because Selena Cuff, she and her husband have yes. heritage like brands. And that's and they what I going
3: to say next to, yeah.
1: South African wine. There you go, Tanisha. Go ahead. Yeah. i kicked it off for you. Yeah. Oh, no, you're fine. I was just
3: thinking of Clyde <laughs> because he's in D.C. And then, you know, I know that you all are close to D.C., so Clyde is there with the rum and then cash. And he has a couple of other things um, in his brand, too. But Chairman's Reserve is one of his major um, ones. And I think they have three rums. Sounds very um, yeah, yeah, and then definitely Selena, who's um imports wine from black South Africans, yep, and she's been doing oh. that for um, yes several years, awesome. yeah mhm Charlie's told me about her. And that's oh. some the wines are uh, the ones that I've had. I haven't had like the whole um, line that she has, but I think Seven Sisters. Seven Sisters. One is, of those yeah. I've had. Really yeah. good. And then there are two more that I've had. Of course, I can't think of them uh-huh. off the top of my head right now. But okay. yeah, so she does that. Um, who else? Because <clears throat> the thing about importing is you have to have so much money up front. Yeah. To import. Right. Yeah. And um. Yeah. You have to talk to people and already have, like, some things lined up before you can even get the permit. And And when it comes to liquor, it's tough because laws are different from state to state and then also from county to county. So, you know, take Maryland, for instance, and, you know, the laws in PG County are different than they are in Montgomery County are different than they are in Howard County. Yeah. So yeah, or you could live you in can... a
1: state like me and it could be all control, all Virginia,
3: mm. right? Or how Maryland used to be where you couldn't ship to Maryland, mm. and so that yes. was posing mm. a big problem. And the people who were committing felonies by um having it uh mm-hmm. shipped to states in. in Virginia yeah. and then they just go pick it up.
1: Yep.
3: Oh, which is highly yep. illegal. But yep. now that's all done, and it's like legal to ship there. So yes.
1: yeah. and I was gonna say They're House Man- of was it House uh, of Mandela that yeah. you were trying to yeah.
3: think of?
1: Them? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good from Heritage Link, too.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well. And then we uh, didn't even talk about the celebrities, but that's Well, a I wanted to, try right. oh, to Wait,
0: it. can I, before yeah. we start, can I just say that my vanilla pudding is still sitting downstairs from last okay. year?
3: Well, I her husband got
0: one now, so we need to get our it. hands on that. I know, right? Yeah, but I, I could, yeah. Mm, it's Cause still Cause that's my supposed fast. to be. Um, Wait, build me in. Oh, I'm sorry. Fill me uh, in. Mario Union makes a wine called Vanilla Pudding, and like uh, it's, it's, a, it's a vanilla mink, pudding lightly. chardonnay. It's a vanilla pudding chardonnay, and yep. If you like vanilla pudding, you're gonna love it because that's exactly what it tastes like. That's exactly <laughs> I'm gonna tell
4: you a secret. Vanilla pudding is probably one of my least favorite flavors in real oh. life, but I would try the wine just mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, go,
0: yes, go well, and try it. Is that, that. Y- Do y'all have Total Wine in, in Jersey?
4: Not Jersey City. We have, our okay. biggest is Super Buy right, Yeah. so okay. I'm going to have to see if they have okay. that there. Yeah.
1: Just pop by Sarita's house. Because I don't oh, drive. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Girl. What'd you say? <laughs> you I was still got that bottle. Should share it with you.
0: Girl, yeah, pop you on in biggest nice. house. I sent it to you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> listen, she DC
0: not
4: is true. not far. Do not play with me.
0: You <laughs> not playing? No, slide through. Slide
3: through. through.
4: I listen. Don't play. I will be on a flight in two weeks, and we talk about. I'm at the airport.
1: <laughs> well, if you coming all the way to D.C., I'll just come on up an hour and a half, and then you can come down to Richmond. There you
0: go.
4: I told yeah, you yeah. I got a cousin there. I got cousins I in D.C. too. I know, so, man. I go yeah. to D.C. all the time. I was time. actually I was in D.C. for year. New Year's Eve.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Very nice.
5: Funners.
0: So, okay, so we're we talking, we talking about celebrities. Celebrities. Yeah. Black celebrity oh. lines. I don't know. Uh, I was going to say for
3: myself. Oh, uh, we were. I mean, I just mentioned it since, you know, I'm like all the um, black celebrities have them. And so, of course, Gabrielle Union, and then mm-hmm. now her husband, Dwayne Wade, has yeah. um, wine. And yeah. then, of course, mm-hmm. there's 40. Uh, Marcus Johnson is kind of in that, too. We mentioned him yeah. before. Um, what's the guy who the music executive who has oh. uh, chorus wines?
1: And there's I another look guy. At there's another guy, an athlete that has the vegan wine. Who is that? Um shoot. I didn't know about just, that one. There was just an article about him. Ah, goodness, goodness, goodness. Oh, this is gonna
3: bother me. I'll
1: have I to go on the phone. To out. <laughs> there's an athlete. <laughs>
3: okay, yeah, Tito Massenberg has chorus wines. Um so he's the guy that's in music, so he has those. I've actually had those wines before. They're very good. Hmm. I was impressed. I did a um wine tasting. I did a for Black History Mouth did a uh African American did a wine taste for um African Americans. Um and then used that one. It was very nice. Very um, pleasant. It was a Chardonnay. She <laughs> <laughs> said it was a
1: Chardonnay. It was a Chardonnay. was lovely. All right, girl. <laughs> Go oh ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know, but I'll say on the spirit side, and y'all tell me, I don't know if it counts, because I don't know who owns what, Uh-oh. you know, right. major partners, but it makes me think of, like, Serac. Well, he's in, you know, Diddy's in partnership with Diageo, right. or, you know, Jay-Z but with But they the... existed
3: Exactly! Yeah, before so like
4: I used to drink Serac when there was no one yeah, affiliated exactly, with it. Exactly, exactly. Because I liked how smooth it was, and then yeah. it became like this whole another entity
3: that's yes. made from grapes that's why i get i know exactly and that's what
4: i liked about it i was like can i get? you know i was it was when i first moved back up here from atlanta and you, down there i had a friend who kind of turned me on to it and i was drinking and i would be at bars asking for the rock on the rocks because at that point great but uh, i feel like grape vodka was kind of a trying to become a trend in like yeah 2004, 5, mm-hmm. even kind of going into 6, and then I saw some of the brands that I liked just totally leave the shelves, mm, yep. but Ciroc stayed, and it got involved with Diddy, and he became the face, and I think, it feels like F and Vodka is trying to kind of piggyback off of that, where they were, they like, were like, hey. I liked F'n. Yes, and so they said, we're, we're a unique ingredient in Vodka, and we see this, the success that Ciroc with their grapes had with Diddy, so let's get 50.
0: But are they going to change it though? Is it going to stay the same? That's
4: what I'm wondering because I feel like Ciroc changed and yes. Essence, I don't know how much they're changing their formulas, but I know they're getting a little bit more decorative with their bottles. Yes. Like for Super Bowl, they had a bottle kind of cloaked in kid skin oh. for a little while, or okay. something that looked like it looked like a football going okay. around the bottle. Oh, um, mm-hmm. In time for Super Bowl, so mm-hmm. I know that they're doing a little bit more. Uh, they're doing some more things with their packaging mm-hmm. that it book, they're the trying to. The was
0: always sexy. You, I, I, I don't know. It was, hey, but it I think that they're kind of like. Don't fix it. Well, it's kind of a those, little more. Yeah, I guess.
4: Uh, just a little, like know. a little more jazzy or swagalicious. Oh, uh, no.
3: Because,
4: you know, we don't know how to just take the regular bottle of the happy. Uh,
3: exactly. Exactly. Right. Why don't and that's we? part of that's we?
1: part of why I say you know, I don't I don't know about like Jay-Z and Deuce or Nicki Minaj and what is it? Mix, MYX mm-hmm. fusions and I mean, Well, you know, it's kind know. of funny because it seems like Mix is uh Mix does kind of okay.
4: I haven't had Mix. I haven't. I'm not that. really a girly yeah. drink drinker too much. Mhm. Um I have had a little Deuce. Day. It wasn't bad. I wasn't I wasn't mad at it. Oh, it's okay. Whatever. Don't shoot me. <laughs> I hope I, I hope Black Twitter doesn't come for me, but Bel Air is not my cup of tea or champagne. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. Okay. But uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. like uh. um, <laughs> I mean everything is so for everybody. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. no, it's
4: not. It's not. I, I like oh. small bubbles and the bubbles were just too big for me.
1: Mm-hmm. So I think there's, you know, to Tanisha's sort of question, you know, what about celebrity? You know, I feel like there's a different kind of celebrity involvement or celebrity partnership endorsement on the spirit side than there is yeah. on the wine side. And I don't know why, but it's, it's definitely different. Definitely different.
4: Mm. Probably club culture.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: I think, I think club culture, um, music culture... Yeah. Doesn't skew as much toward wine. Maybe until Drake. Drake started mentioning wine a lot in That's his it. songs,
5: mm-hmm. and I
4: think that that garnered a little bit of a bigger interest in wine among us. Although it seems to have kind of stopped at Riesling, like it went to Moscato and then yeah. went into Riesling, and mm-hmm. like kind of plateaued there.
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: Um. But I think that a lot of people, you know, we we get our information often from music. So yeah. You know, let's, like we were talking about how class beers aren't in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of learn, like if you're one of those people who doesn't do a lot of leaving your neighborhood, you learn what you're going to learn pretty much from the, thing, the, uh, the, the the other ways you ingest information, which tends right. to be music. People are listening right. to music 24-7, especially now with cell phones. So you hear mm-hmm. something in a lyric, now you're Googling it and figuring out where to find it. Right. So you're like, what is this? This thing, and then you're going and tasting it, which is why so many brands are trying to get placed in right. music videos right. and in rap songs. Like these, right. these, these musicians are actually making a killing off of these yeah. brands. Well,
0: yes, um, have, have y'all have you actually seen the Ciroc Apple commercial where they're playing um, "Love and Happiness"? Mm-mm. No. Anyway, so it's a they. It starts out. It's just a slow commercial of the camera going up and down the Ciroc, um apple bottle and playing love and happiness but you find yourself you know like uh, and then like I was like I wonder what that tastes like I don't know if it was because <laughs> that's of song, amazing. song but that was it uh, a simple commercial with love and happiness that's all and you need like, because yeah. all
4: yeah. you need for an ad is to, to for it to connect with a feeling mm. I'm, I'm a copywriter by trade so all you need for any kind of like marketing or advertising is to connect with a feeling and you can right. connect the person with a feeling and then associate your product with that Right, you're freaking gold.
0: Yeah, but
4: so yep. whoever I would love to know who that company was that did that mm-hmm. because that may be well, another
1: for Siroc, I don't know who it was, but Blue Flame um, Agency does, which is does a black owned company. Yeah, they handle the Diddy stuff, which includes a That's lot right. of management. hmm
4: is that still Sean
1: price I don't know that part. Mm, okay, I don't Just know. I feel like I have somebody's contact information in my, <laughs>
0: my contact. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have two more questions and that's it. They're very simple. Um, my next question is, uh, did anybody watch, uh, cocktails with Chloe? Uh, no.
5: No,
0: that's enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched it. Don't do it. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not about the cocktails. I, you know, Oh. Kardashians, I thought they were really going to step their game. Up. I was like, "Oh, cocktails, all right." Well, let me see. So I watched three episodes, and she has like special guests. Well, you gave it a really
3: like good that. chance too. Three I, episodes, you did. Three. I can do that. Wow, I have, hey.
0: like I have, I have commitment issues where I commit too much to something, and I can, yeah, I yeah, it's it's. Are you a Leo? <laughs> I'm not. I'm a Libra. So and oh, I don't okay, have a problem, true. especially because I really like TV. So a lot of times I'm not even like watching, watching for real, but it's in the background and I'm sort of panic. Long story short, it's don't bother. Don't bother. It's not about the cocktails. It's more about her lifestyle and like her guests and stuff like that. So don't do it.
4: Yeah. Um, can can I piggyback really quickly? Sure. Because we're talking about shows They talk about Okay. It's not a Kardashian or super celebrity thing, but I know that there's one channel I watch like those classic movies and they mm-hmm. do the cocktails and classics and that actually, Ooh. I mean it focuses on the movie, but it does talk about the cocktail that's with, um, that they're drinking while they watch the movie and kind of like wow. why they thought it was a good cocktail and then that's they tell you so how fun. to make it. Yeah. It's on, it's, I'm not like, a, it's so weird. I'm like an old, like I'm an old spirit. So I watch kind of classic movies a lot wow.
5: and they even
4: have like a wine club and all of this other stuff. Wow. Attached to, how like, nice is that? That's very it is and I, you know, because I'm always pairing liquor and like I love the idea of pairing things, pairing mm-hmm. liquor and wines with things. Yes. I thought that was really cool. So maybe there's a way we can do that with like Superfly or um, the Mac <laughs> <laughs> or
3: Friday. <laughs> 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 like an
4: idea for a hangout. <laughs>
3: I know, I would love it. I hope you guys will have me do it. <laughs> no, your favorite movie and a wine to go with it. Girl, yeah, You're I them. love Come it.
0: On. Come on, you know I can Great. do that all day. As much TV as all I want. Day. Listen, no, but can I come? Can I be invited
3: when you do it? Absolutely,
0: absolutely. We'll see. We'll
3: we'll we got a play. long line of gift. Don't I don't know. Get
0: invitation tomorrow. Don't play with right. me. Hold on. What, the, what, what are we going to call it? To movies? Put it on the calendar. Listen. Movies. We'll come up with no. a catchy name. Catchy okay. name. Talk
3: about movie parents. Think fans. about it. Yeah. And I may you a
0: cocktail it. instead of a wine just because
3: you That's, guys have wine Melissa usually Melissa usually does that. I, I, yeah, I do normally do that. Melissa yeah. have a cider yeah. parent be like, Yeah, so I got a kombucha tea and um <laughs> with green I do juice have some and ginger in there. Oh <laughs> I just
4: I just had a really good um kombucha over during the week and they have some flavors that taste similar to wines and cocktails, which I thought was really interesting oh, wow. as well.
0: So not black-owned, but really cool. I
3: know. <laughs> I know.
0: We're to we put that caveat
3: on everything. So not black-owned, but...
0: Um... <laughs>
1: So I've got a I feel comment. like I have to, like,
3: put that disclaimer out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will find it for you guys, but there is isn't okay. a, a black woman in Norfolk, Virginia that has her own kombucha company. So uh, there is one. I read home. about this. Somebody, yes. did you tweet me this? Somebody tweeted yes. this to me. Yes. I don't know, but it's a black woman kombucha company in yes. Norfolk, Virginia.
3: Because she started it, like, at her house, and at then house. she got a space.
1: Yep, she got a space, and then now she stopped my the space because she's working on production. She's working on getting in the off-premise. So. Wow. Yeah.
0: Awesome.
1: Wow. I know, there's so many people to talk to and reach out to and yeah,
0: yeah. shout-outs to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which is
1: actually
3: wonderful.
0: Yeah, I know. I'd rather right, there yeah. be
3: more than less. Yeah.
0: Yes. Right?
3: But also, so, just want to say, if you're looking for, um, to all our you know thousands of viewers out there, if you're looking for (laughs) Uh, additional um, blacks and wines, spirits and beers, um, Cuisine Noir, Um, The online magazine, they have a page on their website that has, like, a lot of, that has, Mm -hmm. like, a list on there. So that's something that you can check out. If you, um, if there's somebody that we said and you didn't quite catch it or you're looking for some ones that we didn't mention, they have a very nice and extensive (laughs) list on their website. So definitely check that out. And that's Cuisine Noir magazine online.
0: Very cool. Very nice. So, you know.
3: Awesome. I have the jokes, but i got to come through with some information every now and again.
0: <laughs> well, this was awesome. Nafisa, we're so happy to have you. You were Thanks so awesome. Nafisa. And you, were, you weren't you camera shy at all. You Thank were, you. She
1: came right She's like, oh, wait.
3: me? Uh-huh. anybody? How is anybody that's go right yeah, I put my lip gloss <laughs> on. I'm ready for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad we connected and I was able to <laughs> to join in here. <laughs> this is the highlight of my week, and it's just starting. Oh
0: yay
3: right. yay! Well, so, that might um, change tomorrow, but you know we'll take next, it for today.
0: Absolutely, our next few. I hope it does because this, be... this
3: is how I'm starting. Then
0: yeah, there All right go. there you go. So Way to go, but
5: up. All right, go. shut it
0: down, Serena. Bring it on. All home. right, so our okay. our next few hangouts are going to be um, careers uh, in wine and spirits. That's the next one. Then we're going to do local wine, beer, and spirits. That's um, at the end of March. Um, April, um, we're going to do uh, wine faults. We're going to have a guest uh, on here, and she's going to describe wine faults and the different types and how you detect them and all that kind of stuff. I think that's about it so far. But we're going to add movies and wines. Okay, we're going to add that toward the summer. But, um, yeah, thanks for joining if you're watching us on the replay. Um, we yes, appreciate thank it. You. Yes, thank thanks you. Thanks for joining well, sweet. Happy Sunday. Thanks, y'all.
5: Bye. Sunday,
2: Hey there, listener. Do you have something to say? Then you're already a podcaster. You just don't know it yet. Whether you love to shoot the breeze with friends, have an urge to share your passions with the world, or even want to grow your business, you've got something worth saying with a podcast. With ACAST, it couldn't be easier to start your own show. Launch, grow, and make money from your podcast across all listening platforms. If you have something to say, you're a podcaster. Head over to ACAST.com to get started for free.